0: So I got this email from Google about one of the GMB accounts that I manage. It was kind of interesting because it was a three-star review, which got my attention and the words were the words that you would expect to go with a good review. So-and-so took care of me. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a good start. But then I looked at the name and I looked at the person whose review it was sitting on or whose account it was sitting on. And there was nobody there by that name. And that tells me that, somebody dropped a review on the wrong profile, which means that there's something to do. And that being the case, it reminded me that, yeah, that's a conversation that I need to have with my peeps, so here we go. Why you need to always respond to online reviews. Online reviews are the modern version of word of mouth. So I thought I'd take a moment to explain online reviews management, and we'll break it down like this. The too long don't read version is very simple. You always respond to reviews when someone goes to the trouble of dropping one. Now, most people think of reviews as either being good or bad. I suppose that's a way of looking at it. In my line of work, I prefer a different paradigm. Reviews aren't good. Reviews aren't bad. They either exist or they don't. Now, if they exist, you got something to work with. Parlay those bad boys correctly and they are a good thing. You can make something of them where you had nothing before. On the other hand, if your peeps don't drop reviews, you got nothing to work with, nothing you can use to get more peeps. Now, on the Chris Carter scale, when we're talking online reviews management, there are two flavors of reviews, the ones you should respond to and the ones you better respond to. Let's start by talking about the ones that you should respond to. Positive reviews, if you want to use that phrase, fall into the category of reviews that you should respond to. Now, we're talking about five-star ratings with no, no words or even a four-star rating that has a glowing 500-word write-up. When you respond to these reviews, you're playing to three different audiences, believe it or not. First, of course, is the person who left the review. You've got to reward that effort. Leaving a review, of course, isn't really difficult, but it isn't exactly easy either. If it was easy, your customer-to-review ratio would probably be closer to -to one-to-one, and I'm sure it's not. Even if you're using a system like Frictionless Reviews, you know that when a client leaves a review, it's kind of an event. That being the case, your reply to their review is nothing less than a big, fat thank you in their direction. Now, you know it's important for your business, they know it's important for you, and they went out of their way to hook you up. So a thank you is definitely in order. They'll appreciate it and they'll get a huge warm and fuzzy from your response. Now on the flip side, what if one of your customers did you a solid, left you a really cool review, was waiting for your response to their review, and you stiffed them? That's a chunk of bad karma floating around just waiting to land on you. Uh, You don't want that. Now even if you don't believe in karma, let me first say, oh you're wrong, it exists and it's pretty accurate. But even if that weren't the case, we're talking online reviews management. You need to respond to reviews because there are two other sets of eyeballs that are out there paying attention. Two other sets of eyeballs that you need to consider. One is that current set of customers who are still sitting out there deciding if leaving you a review is worth it. The second group is those future customers who are looking at you from afar, trolling your reviews, and then trying to decide if you're worth it. Now you want all concerned parties to know that not only do you value your customers, you care about what they think. Now, on the list of reviews, you better respond to. If you remember from earlier, I said that there's really no such thing as a good review or a bad review. And that's because even bad reviews can work for you if you're on your game. You see, people are skeptics. And if all they see in your review profile are five-star reviews, well, they may have to dispel a little disbelief. After all, nobody's perfect. But it does help the believability if your five-star reviews have five-star write-ups to go along with them. Of course, if the only thing we were worried about was the number of stars, then a couple of threes and fours wouldn't be so bad. The problem comes when you get one of those one or two star ratings that has a one or two star write-up to go along with it. Now, there are a handful of reasons you may find yourself dealing with these little bits of foo-foo. Sometimes you run into a customer who just has an ax to grind. Sometimes you legitimately stink up the joint. Sometimes the person leaving the review dropped it on the wrong profile. Kind of the reason for this whole article. And sometimes a competitor or a disgruntled employee is legitimately trying to hurt your business. Now, these reviews fall into the better respond to category. Someone is trying to affect the narrative about your business in a negative way. Now, the way of thinking of online reviews management is, well, let's call it, it's online reputation management. Your business's reputation is a real thing. It has real value to you, and that value is kind of fragile. It literally cannot absorb too many hits and still do you any good. The mantra that I recommend you use is very simple. It's your reputation. You get the last word. You see, the last word is the one that leaves the final impression. The last word wins. If you legitimately stunk up the joint and earned a two-star rating, okay, own it. Then list what you're going to do to make it right in every other case that we mentioned there the the best defense is to take a deep breath (laughs) count to 10 and then fill in the details that usually get left out with these types of reviews a complete description of events with all the deets included usually changes how these little scenarios look on the outside what's important to remember in all cases is what you're actually doing you're controlling the narrative about your business And that's why it's never a good idea to respond when you're angry because, well, it's just not a good look and nothing you type is going to reflect well for the people who are actually reading it. It's just the way it is. So when you respond to a negative review, your response isn't for the person who wrote the review. Their opinion, more than likely chiseled in stone, not going to change anytime soon. Your response is 100% for all of the other people who are going to come across that review in the future, while deciding whether or not your company is the right fit for them. If you let a little foo-foo like that sit in in your review profile with no comments on your part, well, that means that whatever was written must be true. At least that's the assumption your future prospects are gonna have. So let's bring all this home. You will get good reviews and you will get not so good reviews. That's just the nature of the business. In the world we live in, online reviews management does matter because reviews play such a large part in how many of your future customers are going to make buying decisions at the end of the day the thing that you need to remember is that how you respond to these reviews on a regular basis good bad or indifferent that's going to affect your bottom line for years to come